So while I, I think while I was teaching the course a couple of weeks ago, mm. oh, actually, no, this is what it was. So I'm treating a very close friend of mine, uh, their wife, and I've known them for you know my whole life, basically, him and the wife, um, him a, a bit longer, but treating the wife, um, treated her a few times over a few weeks, and the last, uh, maybe the second to the last time I treated her, uh, you know, it was for upper quarter pain, headache pain, uh, even like jaw uh, pain, behind the ear pain. She was like, she got up off the table, and I see her kind of moving around after I'm writing, while I'm writing the note. She's doing, and I said, well, you know, is it still hurting? What's going on? Is it worse? And she's like, well, no, actually, it's like totally better. And I said, oh, well, that's nice. It's nice when it works that way. You know, it doesn't work all the time. <laughs> I said, it's very, that's good. And she said, well, I'm just surprised. And then, of course, I said, what do you mean you're surprised? You didn't think I'd be able to make you feel better? And she said, well, you know, it just hasn't. I've had this constant kind of pain for at least a couple months. And it's just totally better. And I haven't felt it better. And that led her to number one, she had already gone to her primary care doctor and gotten a brain MRI, a CT scan, because she was sure she had a brain tumor because mm -hmm. she had a headache. And, and you know, I'm not going to tell her, don't go to get this kind of imaging. Mm -hmm. If it's going to make you feel better, go ahead. Because it was a little bit of an unusual headache for her. Mm -hmm. And, of course, nothing was there. And the primary said, well, there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> they had nothing to do for it. So then she inevitably called Dr. Bill up, and after a few treatments, it was a mechanical problem, at least most mostly, and we seemingly resolved it, and she's been better. But that, at, at the end of that visit, when she said how much better she felt, she's like, you know, so-and-so, my husband, I'm not going to say his name, really needs to come see you because his back has been killing him all year. And I said, what? I mean, this is a person that I text almost on a daily basis, just a constant conversation from high school. I mean, every in my wedding every day. I said, what do you mean he's had back, back pain? He's had back pain in the past, over the past 10 years, and I've treated him occasionally. And she said, oh, his back's been killing him. Uh, he uh, he did physical therapy in March. I said, what? <laughs> Why? Why did he do physical therapy? Why would he not call me? Well, you know, he had pain going down his leg, and, you know, that's sciatica, and you can't do anything for that. <laughs> so it, it just occurred to me, and this, so then I said, okay, well, I can do something for it. I called him that night, and I, and, I mean, she said, I'm going to tell him to give you a call. I called him that night, and, yeah, he's been having significant low back pain radiating down his leg. He can't sit for more than 10 minutes. He can't stand for very long. He uh, went for physical therapy for six weeks in the spring, and it really didn't do anything, and now it's just unbearable. And he made an appointment with the orthopedic surgeon. And I said, okay, I mean, besides the, after all that, besides the, why did you not call me? Why did you not ask me? Mm -hmm. There's a little, I realize, and I've known this all, all along too, that there's a barrier with treating family and friends that... Of course, there are some family and friends I do treat, and I treat <laughs> I treat them consistently. But there's a lot of them that simply do not want my hands on them, meaning they literally don't want me to touch them. 
You know, they don't mm-hmm. want me touching them. I'm, you know, their nephew. They don't want their nephew touching them. Or that my friend's wife doesn't want me touching them. And I, I, it's understandable. And he's not necessarily like that, but he just thought, no, you know, doc, he takes care of low back pain. I have sciatica. I have a real injury here. And I need to go to the quote, you know, the real doctor, the surgeon. So at that point, he, I was teaching a seminar that weekend. Um, so he saw me the following week and he had already gone to the orthopedist uh, and called me. He called me actually while I was out of town and they took an MRI and he sent me the MRI report, which there were significant things on there. I mean, there was, you know, some pressure on the fecal sac, some effacement of uh, nerve uh, of nerve roots, significant things. But in one sense, I was happy to hear the surgeon told him, absolutely, you're not any type of a category of any kind of a surgical procedure. You're not even a category for an, any type of injection. The surgeon told him, I can inject you, I could inject you, but it most likely won't do anything, and I wouldn't even know where to inject you. You'd basically point to where it hurts, and I'd stick a needle in. If you want me to do it, I could maybe do it for you. And then he told him, the most I can do is offer you PT, so you can go to PT. And my friend left. And so then the friend calls me and explains this to me, and I said, well, it's a good sign that the orthopedist didn't want to do a surgery on you, but from my friend's perspective, it was, I've already done PT and it didn't work. Now what? Now what am I going to do? And he was somewhat distraught and afraid because the surgeon also told him, I don't know why you're having this pain. You know, I don't know why you're having these symptoms. So for my friend, it was, the first thing was, don't call Dr. Bill because, you know, this is a serious problem I have. And even my own personal friends don't understand that I can treat these things which is scary to me. Um, but then the orthopedist looks at a, you know pressure on the fecal sac, severe effacement of nerve roots, a significant arthritic change of the disc, disc desiccation, and tells the patient he has no conception of why he's having these symptoms. I thought, and I told my friend, I said, I can see why you're having symptoms. It's, it's understandable. I mean, but... The fact, and then, you know, my friend had gone to an Athletico for PT. And he sent me the 10 pages of exercises that they had him doing. And, you know, it's the standard protocol garbage. Uh, and, you know, I told my friend, well, it is. I mean, it's, I mean, it was nothing more, it, there was nothing specific about it. It was mostly flexion based stretches of hamstrings in the low back with rotation. Are you going to keep that in? Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't even think I care. <laughs> They'll have to answer. Yeah. Oh, I've said a lot worse publicly. Um, but, uh, you know, I told I told him, which I may have said before, that, you know, you're telling me that PT didn't work for you because you tried it for six weeks at Athletico and it didn't work. And what I'm hearing is uh, cheeseburgers are not good because you went to McDonald's once and it was not a good cheeseburger. The obvious point is there's a quality to PT, just just like there's a quality to a chiropractor. And just because you go to one and don't get a result doesn't mean you can't get a result. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, having seen him now twice, 
I did not perform any miracles, but he has no radiation of symptom, all very localized. He has no neurologic symptoms at all. Uh, he, I mean, I basically put him on an elimination diet of, you are not to do any of these other stretches or exercises or anything. We are just going to try what I'm going to do, and we'll see if we can make progress. And we're, we are making progress, and we'll That's see. Great. Um, but it is, it was twofold interesting to me how even my close personal friends don't exactly understand what I do or what I'm capable of doing. And the orthopedist, like, didn't, couldn't come up with a reason why my friend's having, you know, sciatic pain or pain, these painful symptoms looking at this imaging and had nothing to tell him other than, yeah, go back to Athletico for another six weeks. So it is it's strange that it has become the um, it has become the domain of the medical doctor to tell you that he has no idea what's wrong with you, even though you're <laughs> there with a whole bunch of symptoms that have to be assigned to some system in the body. I mean, <laughs> you are you have done a review of systems, have you not? And you are sitting there telling the patient that despite the radiological evidence that is in front of you, you're going to tell him you have no idea why he has these problems and that you have nothing more to offer him than a return to something you already did and failed at. Where is the economic advantage in that, both in terms of the patient's time um, and the waste of time of another series of visits whether it is six weeks or less, to the same place where he had just been. I mean, is that not the definition of madness, to try the same thing again, hoping for a different outcome? (laughs) It is shocking. And yet these doctors have no shame in airing such ignorance or arrogance or disinterest. I don't know which one it is. But, um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes, and, and again, it goes to every, it goes to everything in that he, it doesn't make a difference if he went to the orthopedist, a, a physical therapist, or a chiropractor, or his primary care doc. Obviously, there is a certain quality of doctor in in any of those fields, and unfortunately, you're not going to get, a, there is just not a lot of good quality doctors. Um, so, to be able, the surgeon, for example, He's basically just looking to tell whether or not he should do surgery. That's all he is there to do, and for, at least from his perspective. The, the patients don't understand that. They think he's, just a, he's a doctor who deals with pain and back pain, and he will know how to treat my low back. Mm. And in one sense, he doesn't. He knows how to treat things that require a surgical uh, technique. And you would hope that you would, oh, yeah, I agree with you. He should know how to kind of categorize and get an idea of what is causing the pain and and how to treat it. He should, but practically speaking, that's not the case. And I would extend it to, that even extends to the chiropractor down the street who, if, you know, if they're just going to crack your back and put some e-stim on you, they don't really know why you're having back pain either. Or the physical therapist who's just going to give you hamstring stretches for your low back pain. They don't know either. Um, but it is just, it's a very unfortunate situation. It is a very it unfortunate is. situation. It is. 
If you enjoyed this conversation and want to hear more like it, then please like this video and subscribe to our channel. You can also stay up to date on our latest seminars on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook, at IMTR Seminars.